Hold up. Is that real life? What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of Be Real with Bonnie. Today, again, we have my father. We're super excited. Everybody loves when you are in the guest chair, I think is what we're going to name it. Have named it. I don't know. Chronicles of the chair. Yes. yes. The C squared, maybe. Anyways, so he is back joining me today. And this subject, I feel like you have not a, not a lot of knowledge on. But going back to your first episode with us, that you are a retired school teacher. So you dealt with all of types of children and all kinds of atmospheres and things like that. So obviously with recently the Nashville school shooting, it triggered me and everything that kind of came with it. And you are the one that I call to calm me down. And kind of talk me through things because obviously I have littles in the school system. So first, bullying as well. And coming from teaching and having to obviously always deal with children, your experiences with it. So I've got some notes and things and starting off with like, I'm passionate about anti-bullying. Very, very passionate. I'm sure I know in my past I have done it in school and things and looking back Shane and I actually talked about this the other day and I remember one incident specifically and I got called to the counselor's office got confronted about it and it was kind of one of those things that in the moment I felt super cool and like tough and then when I got called out about it it was like that's awful that's shitty that's not me and I apologize the girl and I are friends to this day um small world she works with people that my daughter plays basketball with their parents. So truly deeply sorry. Anybody listening to this, I ever hurt your feelings bullying wise, not with the truth, but with bullying, I seriously, sincerely apologize. Um, I think though, when it comes to bullying in general, I'm absolutely just cannot stand it. I don't care who you are. If you're a child, adult, teenager, whatever, I cannot and will not. And also we had an incident recently with our daughter that I felt an adult was doing it to her. And um, I don't know. I immediately got my resources and found the story to be true and then headed on. And I felt like somewhat of an adult conversation. But I think as an adult and you're a bully, you don't know how to have an adult conversation. I do know Shane was like, what's your plan of attack on our way there? But he's also learned that I handle myself for the most part in most situations. And then he just kind of if he needs two steps in and de-escalate, what's that word? Yeah. Is that the word? That's a word, yes. Like, well, calms... he doesn't encourage it or throw fire on it or no. gasoline on it, so he'll deal it. No, definitely he not. He calms it down. He de-escalates it. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. So, I think, too, though, when it comes to kids, like, I'm just not okay with it. But my first thing when I hear bullying, though, with children, the first thing I go to, though, is, like, what is the home life? And I don't know if that comes from like going to college to be an edu- like elementary education teacher or I don't know, but that is my first instinct. What is your, what, I need your, I need your words here. Is it time for me to speak? Yeah, go no? ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Very good. Uh, first thing I'd like to say is I'm very grateful to be asked back. Uh, you were mu- quite the hit. And I must say by popular demand. Mm-hmm. And so um, what can you do? But you know, oh, you- went blank. What can you do but accommodate them? 
So oh. here I am uh, to uh, Bonnie's fans everywhere. A big hello to everybody out there. Um, with regards to some of the things you said earlier, though, about teaching children, uh, I look at them as uh, young people. Most of my experience was in high schools and middle schools, so they're not really children. They have childlike attitudes and aptitudes, but they're not children. They're starting to grow into adulthood. Um, adolescence is a very recent phenomenon in the history of mankind. You went in the days of old, in olden times, you went from being a child to working in the fields to being married off at 12 years old so you could start your own family. You, there, there was no adolescence. Wow. You did not. Oh, well, or whenever you can get rid of them, somebody will take them off your hands. You had wow. children to help you on the farm. And then when they got to a point, you married them off or they married off or they went away and got married. But it was very much a, uh, this is a very much modern um, phenomenon. And between you and me, we it's like most recent things. It takes a while to work the bugs out of it. I mean, how do you become an adult? When do you become an adult in America? When well, you per America, it's 18 years old. No, but let's be honest. No, that's not true. Nobody, nobody's an adult at 18 Nobody. years old. Nobody's really anymore. Nobody's an adult at 25. No. When do you become an adult? 30? 35? When you have a family? Well, I know a lot of 18-year-olds who have families. They're not adults. No. So it's, you know, it's, it's a mystery. Old cultures used to have a thing where they would have a rite of passage, where the males and females of the group would go through a rite of passage. And <clears throat> after they've accomplished that rite of passage, they were considered an adult and given all the responsibilities and the privileges that go with it. Until then, you were a child. You were a kid. So the modern thing that we've got going on now is still, I believe, a work in progress. Okay, that's why we had, I used to have junior high, but now it's not junior high anymore, it's middle school. And now it's not middle school, it's intermediate high. You know, we keep dividing these things up, trying to figure out, trying to figure out what's the best approach to teach children at certain ages. And that's one what I, something I'd like to make clear to your audience is that uh, we're still trying to figure this out. It's not a thing. It's it's um, teenagers really didn't become part of the landscape until the 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 fifties. If you oh, look at it, the fifties, because in the fifties it was World War Two was over. People are coming home and having babies. People are growing up. They're turning into this. Um, we have this great baby boom population, and what do you do with them? They, you let them be teenagers. These are kind of, should be carefree years, years where you have no responsibility, really. What, what responsibility does a teenager have? Does he uh, pay the mortgage? Oh, does, yeah, he, no. does, does he know, do they know anything about insurance or taxes? You know, what, what? I feel like they do need to implicate that, oh though, my in God, the schools. Yeah, but at schools shouldn't be teaching this stuff. That should come from home, which leads me back to your question oh. to start this all with. Here we are, starting back around. <laughs> back around. Uh, the, um, the old saying about the apple doesn't fall very far from the tree, I think is incredibly accurate. Oh, I've yeah, had, no, that hurts a little bit, though. Well, I have I uh, been in enough counselor's offices with children, or children, with young people, whose uh, 
behavior is less than stellar, and we come to find out that all things considered, since I've met mom or dad or both, that his behavior is pretty much in line from where he came from. Okay, I see where you're going. With okay, I agree with that. I mean, in fact, he's probably better than he should be because mom and dad are not what you call ideal parent material. Well, when I was typing up the questions and about this topic, I do, I had a thought. And going back to like when I first said like the one incident that I do know that like I can say that I did bully was also a time in my life that like it is a reflection of me. It had nothing to do with her. It had nothing to do with anything but myself. And it was like the home life was bonkers because in and out all the things considered, but it's like, and I, that's, that was my thing with like going back to like the home life. So it was, I was hurting inside myself and yeah. how else do we we hurt others? You express that through right. So that 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 was my comment. Okay. Well, the Home the life, bullying yeah. thing is it comes quite natural. <laughs> I mean, if you have brothers or sisters, it comes right quite natural uh, to be. And it uh, starts early, and it does, and it Heavens. does. It's a pecking order thing, and it's 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 almost DNA. I mean, everybody, everybody bullies, everybody's been bullied. You can always find somebody weaker than you. You'll always find somebody stronger than you. So you just need to learn how to deal with it. But don't share it. Don't spread it. But that's easier said than done. It is so easy. When it's your turn to be on top, you want to be on top because you've been pushed down or bullied or intimidated for a long time. Now it's my turn to be on top. Every human being wants to do that. You just need to learn the self-control that goes with it. You know, should I, does this situation, but that's a mature thing that should be a maturity thing. But we, there's adults out here who bully all the time. Yeah. Bosses who bully, old boyfriends, girlfriends, women, men. It's a human thing. It's a human thing. I just don't and Sometimes you just get to call it out and sometimes you got to duke it out, but it's, it's a thing. So it, I'm kind of here for both. Like, look, we yeah, need to well, duke it out. Sometimes Let's do it, it. Works. I know guys in that I have uh, uh, through schools that I've taught that are best friends. But golly, trying to pull them apart—that was exciting. Oh Jesus! They went after each other. Had wanted had enough. See, and that's also the difference between I feel like men and women is that y'all can duke it out and then go have a beer. Yeah. Us girls duke it now, out, and it's on like Donkey you, Kong, and you people don't know how to forgive. And no, and let go, and like not hold grudges, <laughs> and let go. But it's a very, it's a very human, it's a human nature thing. I don't think you'll ever get rid of it. I mean, if you look at the news, if you look at the news, which most people don't, but the people, your childhood, the the shootings at the schools, there's a big tie to bullying there. And I would have figured a long time ago that bullies would have figured out that the nerds carry guns. And are you really, is yeah, he really worth smart. picking on this guy right. if he's going to come back and cap you? Not wise, but people don't see that at the moment. They're well, emotionally and involved. Another and, thing, when you said like coming to school and stuff, I mean, we're going to talk about that, but here lately and even 
close to home, like now bullying when they, and it it leads to suicide and they, which breaks my heart because children's brains, you're not done developing until Mm. like what? 25, 25. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, I don't even want to get off on that, but that's, that's knowing that your words, because you're in a bad mood or your mom or your dad pissed you off or whatever. I get it. Like you hurt, but I don't know. Just that's your hurt. There's consequences. You don't need to share that hurt with somebody else. And your consequences, like there's rippled effects. Mm Mm-hmm. Ugh, I know. And that's a lot, you know, to try to teach your kids. But that's my next thing. Like, I also teach my children that it's not okay to say ugly things. Like, we do not say stupid in this house. I don't care if it's that show is stupid. No, we just we don't like that show. Mm-hmm. You get in the habit of saying stupid. It's going to quickly come out towards somebody, you know, and growing up, I was bullied because I was in those classes, those learning classes, whatever. And stupid is not pretty. And it's not nice. Mm-hmm. And it, anyway, so I teach my kids, we don't say ugly things, especially about people. I'm the mom that will make my child stand at the local Walmart with a sign that says I'm holding the sign because I bully. <laughs> like, you want to humiliate somebody? I'm going to humiliate you because you need to know what it feels like. There are consequences. And I've actually had to do this before to your granddaughter. That's a whole nother story. But she was shoveling ice. This was two years ago. But I don't care. I don't, I don't care. She was. She had to shovel ice off my front porch. And at first she was like, this is fun. Oh, my gosh. About yeah. five seconds later, she comes in freezing, shivering. And I was like, no, you're not done. I can't even see the concrete. So got that through. But that's that's how. Well, that's parenting. I, f- I feel like it is. I feel like that was, you know, I'm doing that. That's parenting. So when you taught, yeah. what was bullying like or considered? Because I I have a feeling you're going to say some things, and I I have side notes on. So go ahead. What when you were teaching? Oh, a lot of bullying um, goes. Uh, oh, how can I say this? Um, comes along as good natured ribbing or kidding. Oh, it's just kidding. I was just kidding. They what do they say though? Behind it. every joke is some truth. Well, yeah, that's that's always it. It is truly there. I had one incident when my first year teaching in White City, Kansas, I walked by the boys' bathroom. Now, this is a small school. It's got like 12 in the senior class. But, but they had cornered this freshman, and the freshman was a bit of a goober, but they'd cornered him in there, and they wrapped him up in toilet paper. This is not harsh, but right. it's, it's... And I walked, by, I walked by and saw it and didn't believe it, and I kept going. Then I stopped... I thought, oh, fudge, now i got to do something. So I turned around and went back in, and I just all I said was, you, you with me, pointing to the freshman, come with me. I've heard that. I've heard that before. And that he voice. came with me, and I took the paper off. We, we took off the paper before we got out of the bathroom. The seniors picked it all up and cleaned it up because I stood there and watched them. And then he came with me, and then we just basically went in to – another classroom and i said what happened he said this happens all the time i said oh fudge okay so it happens again you let me know well the three guys that were wrapping him up in toilet paper happened to be three of my basketball players Mm. and i didn't crush them i just said i don't ever want to hear about this again 
And his mother, the young freshman's mother, came up and hugged me and said, thank you. Thank you for taking care of that. Because that was, that you know, they do that. That happens all the time. time. Is it fun wrapping somebody in toilet paper well, every was, other day? I don't, not that, but they just gave him a hard time. <laughs> right. Time. But I have also been, I'm also going to go the other way on this, is I have seen how younger kids, younger young men, and well, kids altogether can be, uh, their behavior can be molded by older guys. Yep, that's where they just, I mean, freshmen are freshmen. They're mindless Idiots. entities. They just, they just don't have any common sense. I will say though, that was one of my most fun high school years. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But <laughs> anyway, they, uh, they they're just out of control. They don't know what direction to go to. And keeping uh, when I was when we were in Kansas, uh, all four grades were together. Yes. And the seniors, and even in Bixby, I had witnessed some upperclassmen calling out and calling down seriously freshmen and sophomore ki- uh, kids acting stupid. Yes. This is my school. This is my year, and you're not going to screw it up. Yeah. Now get in line. And oh, thank you, Jesus. That because it meant a lot more coming from a kid who, from someone up here mm-hmm. instead of a, an adult. Because I could say that stuff all day, and, and it would go right you. right over their right. head. I'm going to do it anyway. But you say it. Somebody comes up and says that to you, who can actually meet you somewhere. Right, and do so like and emphasize yeah. that point, and you may call that bullying. I don't, I just call that good uh, direction. It saved me a lot of grief, but yes. I've seen it happen. I knew you were going to say that, okay. And I, I, and now that we've got them all busted up in the school systems, oh. where you got the ninth graders over here and the tenth graders over there, and then the seniors are shoot, they're not even around anymore. You don't even see a senior. Oh, no, some schools around here, like you can do virtual and then. Well, the smart ones, like they're already in college. Yeah, well, they're taking college court. They're not in. They're like not that wasn't on even an option when they're I was. not on campus. They don't have an influence. Now that's today. When I was there, they were there. They had an impact. Yeah, some of them, and some of them were just jerks, bullies. Yeah, and and but I have seen too many. I've seen the uh, justice <laughs> come rain down on them too. So yeah, no, that goes around, comes around sometimes. Obviously, I. Haven't ever, att- I never attended a school that they were broke up like that. I was always freshmen with, mm-hmm. with the seniors, and I 100% agree. Now, you can sit there and go, like, because I did when I was a freshman, dated a senior, and it's like, do you want the freshman girls around? Well, okay, and I feel like that kind of goes back to the parenting thing because mm-hmm. at some point, you tell your kid, no, they're gonna go, like, you tell your kid, don't do drugs but you don't explain why or show them why you don't want to, they're going to go do it. Cause they're going to be like, why, why are you so adamant about this? Why is, and plus they're rebellious, but I have that. I said, cause I feel like back in my day, it was considered hazing. Hazing's part of it. Yeah. Like bullying was there, but it wasn't. It's just another name. For I it. feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's just another name for it. As like when I became a freshman, I remember hearing this. I was lucky enough though. Like I played varsity sports. So I had the seniors protect me. There was some, like, we played softball and then we turned around and we played basketball. So I had some that protected me, but these were like, I don't know, the cheerleaders. And they had 
us freshman girls, each one of them had one of us picked out. And I think the main thing, because here we are eighth graders going in and we're in high school, Mm -hmm. right? Like we got to be cool. We got to dress cool. We got to do cool things. And it's intimidating. It's intimidating. But they had us picked out and assigned us like each a senior girl and we would find out the first day of school and then we would have to like throw their lunch trays away. Like be their bitch. Yeah. Is what they tried. Yeah, that's easy. I will say my graduating class, we had some fiery bitches and it didn't work out. Yeah, happens. And my acknowledgement, it did not work out. But again, I, I had some protectors that took yeah. me in and all of the things. So it didn't work for them. So, and that, like I said, I also had, I well, played varsity. Hazing sport. is as old as the hills and it only gets worse the higher up you go in certain institutions like fraternities and sororities. Never even and wanted to go that even route. have, you know, died as a result of their oh, hazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Through their drinking, to alcohol poisoning, or just, you know, falling off or getting run over or falling out of the car, whatever. Right. But, you know, that's, that's old and traditional, which is, I don't find that, I always thought that stuff went away, but it rears its head I ever feel so like, often. though, I wish it would go away. Hazing, it's worthless. I don't know. The hazing, like, Well, all it does girls, is it makes you boys are wannna, wanna, worse. Want to wait to your turn, and then I am going to get all over this guy, because yeah. I can because they did it to me. Right. I'm going to do it to you. And then you're going to have the opportunity when you're sitting in my chair to do it to somebody else. Like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like boys were worse than girls. Like, our hazing was, <laughs> we had to pick up, like, in soccer, we had to pick up the cones. We had to gather all the balls. Yeah. Well, in that's basketball, part of, that's same thing. But it's like. That's being a freshman. <laughs> well, right. Right. That's what I'm saying. I think you earn boys your stuff. are a lot you earn worse. It. Yeah. 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 You definitely have to earn your key. Well, boys will wrap you in toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Bless that kid's heart. If that uh, happened more than once. I still see that. I can still see that. The next thing. The look on his face was like, oh, help me. <laughs> Bless his heart. Well, I know. And he couldn't do anything. Like how He's a annoying. short round dude that, you know, he tries to be a part of things, but nobody will let him. Anyway, he's a good. Anyway, I hope he grows up and is a CEO somewhere. Oh, he probably is. And you know, those jocks are losers because that always happens. Like the captain football. Not always, but yes. (laughs) Small often than not. But yeah, not always. always. Um, Okay, so I think you answered this. Do you still feel like in a normal size school, freshmen and she. Freshmen and seniors should be together. Absolutely. And I say normal because some high schools around us are stupid big, like D1 college big. The yeah. one right up the road. Yeah. Like you pull Broken in there. Broken arrow is too big. Uh, it needs to be broke up into two, probably three high schools. Um, union, massive. Uh, sometimes Jeans is getting get, there. They just, Bixby's getting they there. Just, they just get too, too big. And Bixby starting to break into things. But do you feel like freshmen should still? Yes. Because I agree be with you. I think it keeps them. Because you can sit there and act like a jackass, but then it's like once a senior walks by, you don't want them oh, thinking yeah. less of you or seeing you act like that. So you kind of straighten up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I agree with that. When it comes to bullying, what are your pointers or advice to give to the students to hopefully make them stop, help them work through it? Uh I have no advice. 
I don't know. To make them stop, I don't know what. It's like I said, it's as old as time. It's part of human nature to want to be the top of the pecking order. You don't want to be at the bottom. You don't want to be in the middle. You Nobody wants to be there. You know, so, when I pick sis up, mind you, like this is elementary drama. It's every day, and plus it's girls. This is why I cried when we found out she was a girl, because I knew I would be going through this yeah, stuff. Yeah. But some of the stuff, like, she'll tell me, and I'm grateful that she's honest, and she will tell me, especially her feelings, but we're in the car, not around people. But I've had an incident where I got a phone call from a teacher. She still doesn't know how I found out. And she, obviously being the tallest of her group and all that, she takes a lot the blunt or the runt or whatever it's called and brunt brunt that's those two words put together thank you um but anyways i got to the bottom of the story and she's like me she likes to talk so when the teacher was asking questions and nobody else was talking she steps up because she's like we obviously have to say something (laughs) but two i we talked about it and like i said every day recess drama and i just asked her would you want to be treated like that would you want to be not included in the game because there can't be that many players or so-and-so says no or the last to be picked. And I think after that, I mean, I know we're going to have more, Yeah. but I also showed up at school and pulled her out of class and I don't, she didn't expect that. I don't do bullying. I can't. And when I got that phone call, it went all through me and some may say I overreacted. I don't care. Because I said, I'll deal with it after school. And the teacher was like, oh, that's surprising. I figured you'd be coming right now. I said, that's an option. And she said, yeah, you're the parent. I was like, I'm on my way. I am on my way. Well, you're a rare bird in that instance. But Most I think parents it, don't have the opportunity to just quit work and take off. Or, you know, you, right. you, you have that blessing. I do. Of being a stay-at-home mom and being able to nip these things in the bud when they should be, not put it off, wait till your dad gets home, that kind of crap. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I use that line sometimes, and it works, Eh, but not very often. I know, I know. Well, you should save it. That's a card to be played at at the opportune time. Well, I guess that wasn't it. Don't play it a lot. Um, It's not fair to the dad. No, I know. I remember you telling me that. It's not. Because you walk through the door and you're automatically the bad guy. Yep. Okay, so we talked about this a little bit at first. My first go-to is always, like, what is the home life home life like? Why is bullying going through on an everyday basis? And why are they feeling the need to hurt somebody? Well, in all honesty, you never know everything there is to know. Even if you know the family. You never know everything right. you need to know about what's going on in that person's life. Why are they being this way? Why do they think they have to be this way? Why is this happening? I mean, these these are layers upon layers, like an onion. You just keep peeling right. it off. And nobody knows everything there is to know about somebody. You know, I mean, but bullies, they're, they're, a, they're out there. They're oh, for out sure. There. And they're not a necessary evil, but you will, ex- everybody will experience them. And how are you going to deal with it? Because life is like that. Life is like that. Yeah. You'll get bullies in business. You'll get bullies when you try to, uh, you know, if you think you want the girl and you go after, you don't get the girl. He got the girl because he bullied his way in there and got, you know, right. life is full of stuff like that. You got to learn to 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 cowboy up. I think too, though, it just amazes me when adults are. 
Oh, when adults, they just didn't learn a lesson. No. They didn't find somebody. And then especially to... when they try to bully children. like, And then you throw oh, yeah. my kid in the mix. And mm-hmm. it's like, I, I will not. I will not stand for Well, it. some people just don't see the limits. They just don't get it. You're attacking them personally. So they will, they will, if they can't get back to you personally, they'll get back to your kid. Yeah. No, that ain't going to work out for you if it's my kids. Heads up, everybody. Okay. Switching gears just a little bit. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> Something cheerful? No. Oh, shit. So thank you guys for tuning in to part one of this episode. Make sure to listen to part two that comes out on May 25th, wherever you get your podcast. Make sure to check out the Instagram at Be Real with Bonnie. And until next time, be real.